Welcome to the Good For Her podcast, live from the THNK 1994 Museum. I'm Viviana Olin, co-curator of the museum. I'm Matt. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Robert Balkovich, unaffiliated officially with the museum, but affiliated through friendship. We have a Facebook group, Good For Her. Check it out. You can join right now. And it's a place to share moments, headlines you find, personal successes that should be a good for her. Uh, So you may be scrolling around and see, okay, Jennifer Garner uh, wore a multicolored scarf for her birthday. Good for her. Good Good for for her. her. When Sonia Morgan wanted to go to the Hamptons and she ju- she jumped on the jitney because nobody yeah. uh, offered, offered her, her a ride. ride, and she even though they had room. Yeah, good for her. Good yeah. for her for taking taking charge. Go. Anne Hathaway sending back the eggs at the restaurant multiple times because they weren't right. Good for her. Good for her. Sometimes you'll see things and you're like, hey, that's not my business. Yeah, and that's just uh, it's just again, it's not it's not our business. Kendra Wilkinson, she just got drunk and went on Instagram because she got a divorce from her husband, Hank Basket. That's not my business. I'll listen to Kendra Wilkinson after she gets through this, but right now, good for her for going through it. Yeah, but but not our business. But it's not our business. You may see things that aren't good for her. It may be a cut it out. Yeah, and that's just when someone is up to something that they really need to just cut it out. Recently, on the Real Housewives of New York, Dorinda's costume party, which was full of good for her moments, Luann came in sort of blackface as Diana. Diana Ross. Diana yeah. Ross. That's a hard cut it out. Like you gotta cut that out. And literally, they maybe should have cut it. No, they should have left it in the episode so we can really just like tell her to cut it out. Tell her to cut it out. Yeah. yeah. No one's you know past the Rubicon of here like you you can cut it out and write the ship and get back on track but you gotta cut it out first yeah yeah absolutely just yeah yeah we don't like to give cut it outs but we will yeah you know uh some people ask who is a her is it just women no a, a, a her really most of the time we're talking about a like woman or femme identifying person however like her in in the instance we're having a good for her moment a her is anybody john travolta is a her yeah ben affleck in his tattoo is a her they're hers yes exactly ben affleck less of a her but uh, (laughs) the tattoo is a her um and now sometimes you'll see things and most of the time it's a good for her But we have a few categories because there's a lot of layers in um, the complexity of this universe. Um, Just to interject, when we we are talking and we we hear good for her, we bring up a good for her, you'll hear Judge Judy. She'll just say that and then we'll all know. And we'll know exactly what's happening. Um, Sometimes you'll see things and you'll be like, whoa, 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 cut it out. Yeah. Like we just don't need to be doing that. Yeah, cut it out. Um, and then, uh, you know, sometimes you'll see things and it's, it's not exactly a good for her. It's not exactly a cut it out. And you know what that is? That's a, that's a not my business. That's why it's not my business. And that's Olivia Newton-John and yeah. she knows what's up. She does. Um, okay, so wh- I think we should just dive in. This is our first podcast. 
Um, and we're just gonna we're gonna go through some things from the group. Now you can go to um, Facebook.com uh, and the group's good for her exclamation point and join today. Yeah. Um, but Robert, why don't you lead us off? I will. So we're just gonna go through some uh, you know some hot topics of the week or of weeks past because we're not actually checking to see how relevant oh, time these are. Does not exist time, here. Weeks, months, years past. Who really knows? Whatever. So some ones that we've uh, we've come up some really great good for her moments. Uh, Morris C on the Facebook group, which by the way is an excellent drag queen name, um, <laughs> uh, shared Allison Mack, who is the actress from Smallville, tried to recruit Emma Watson to Nixvum, um, which is that crazy like sex guru cult. The cult or... with branding, the one where they brand you. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. What brand? I think we should clarify like, branding with like a hot iron, not like. A branding like on social media. Cut yeah. it out, branding. Not yeah. good for her. Not branding. good for her branding. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, so joining a cult is a real cut it out moment. But reaching out to stars is a good for her moment. And it's great that she was tempting some networking. Yeah. It was great that she was using those connections she had made while she was on Smallville on the CW. Which uh, the craziest thing for me for this story is that Smallville ran until 2011, mm -hmm. uh, 2001 to 2011. It was on the CW for. Like, like 800,000 episodes. That was Tom Welling, right? I don't even know what that name is. Man in Smallville, Tom Welling. <laughs> 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 What's important is the Nexium, Nexvum. How do we pronounce it? I pronounce it Nexium like the heartburn medi medication. Or <laughs> I, I'm afraid we might be opening ourselves to lawsuit if we... <laughs> Not Nexium. Nexium good for her. Yeah, I mean, Nexium like, good for her. For the Hunt for Red October, how they, they speak in Russian, but then if they just zoom in and then they're just like, we're going to speak in English the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. For, this, for the purposes of this podcast, ne Nexium is Nexium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so please, and when we are talking about actual Nexium, we will make a note of it. So, no, yeah. 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 Now, I was in a cult once, and um, I'm going to say that cults all around are cut it out. Yeah. But when I was in a cult, it didn't touch the kind of star power that she is. So, I think that might be an Attagirl. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would, yeah, I would say so. Attagirl. Yeah, girl's where it's like, hey, this is touchy. We don't know, but we're talking about you. Yeah, so a girl. Yeah, <laughs> you, you did the damn thing. The, I, my question is, uh -huh. is the trial going to happen in Brooklyn because they just relocated? And if so, who among us will be the one to be the Dominic Dunn of this trial? Oh. oh. Let, oh, my God. Wait, they're in Brooklyn me, I mean, now? Yeah. No, they just moved to Brooklyn. I don't know where, though. Were I mean, they in, like, Canada and Cancun? But yeah, but then they just re relocated, and then the one, the daughter, India Oxenberg, Catherine Oxenberg's daughter from Dynasty, she sure. is still actively a member and still, and Got she's it. in Brooklyn. Okay. And then the thing I just read is that she's very much adhering to their, I think there is like 800 calorie a day diet that they impose on people, oh. which is only like 200 less than Bethany's first book. <laughs> <laughs> but 800 calories is literally like we, like you, your antioxidant mix that you ate was probably like 400 calories. Yeah, so like that would true. be like Don't already. Don't tell him that. He's going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> but so, okay. At the end of the day, we have for Allison Mack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a net, it's a net good for her. Um, so Shay S from our Facebook group uh, shared that an Instagram influencer uh, who has been dubbed by the Australian press as the cocaine babe, um, <laughs> that was, by the way, my best Australian accent that I personally can do, um, weeps as she is sent to prison for drug smuggling. So um, I think there's a lot of good for hers in this. First, yeah. crying in public. I know I look beautiful when I cry. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have pictures of me like in the press crying. So good for her on that. Um, good for 
for her. She got the Instagram likes. She was yeah. she, she was drug smuggling to like exotic locales yeah. in order to get like really cool Instagrams. And then at the end, she was like, "I think this says a lot about like um, you know social media and our young women She's trying to make a point. You know, trying to really advocate in some way on the way out. Um, but all in all, she went to fabulous places. Yeah, uh, she probably had fabulous cocaine. I haven't been to Australia. I would like to go. I don't even have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my business. <laughs> I would love to see you host a sem seminar that's just called Advocate on the Way Out. <laughs> I'd do it. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so I think um, I think this one's tricky. I think you could think uh, not our business. I think you could think cut it out. Yeah. But I think all in all, it's uh, Judge Judy. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um... So Avery S from the Facebook group sh uh, shared a one of the one of two Jennifer Gardner. We actually almost just made this podcast good for Jennifer Gardner because <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Gardner is a wellspring of good for her moments. So the first one is uh, from Instagram. Jennifer Gardner found a geode and some heart stickers when she was cleaning out her bag, and that's goes with that. That's just like an we don't even need to explain. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. What's a geode? It's like one of those like rocks from the earth that are like purple and have like crystals in it. Am I wrong? No, no. <laughs> just like the, the distinction of rocks from the earth, <laughs> supposed to. I guess ro some rocks do come from outer space. Moon rocks. Yeah. Um, yeah, but when you like, it looks like just like a um, like I don't know cat litter or something, and you like crack it open, and inside it's like a beautiful constellation. You see them a lot in like hippie witch stores. Oh, okay. And it's, it, they're often like very tall, and the inside is like all like multicolored crystals. Or if you've been to like a children's museum, there's gonna be a lot of geodes. Yeah, a lot of geodes in children's <laughs> museums. Children love geodes. No, I do not. I went to the Staten Island Museum once, and they have like a booth. You go in, you turn on a black light, and then it's just lights on the on rocks. I don't know why that sounded so salacious for a second. I was very concerned where that story was going. Turn lights on rocks. Second Jennifer Garner topic. She flashed some muscular arms at CinemaCon. So she's working out. She's taking care of herself. Then we also had a third one posted that she spent her birthday wearing a fabulous multicolored scarf. So Jennifer Garner is having a Good for her week. And few people deserve it more than Jennifer Garner. Oh my gosh. Good for her She moments. has been through it. She's been through it. And she is a gift that keeps on giving. Um, so elegance. 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 Is earned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a very wise woman once said. Oh, not that wise woman once said. Um, so we do also have some, some a couple of cut it out moments this week. This one I, uh, came from Twitter, uh, from IndieWire's Twitter. And they tweeted that a NASA scientist were pulled and they think that Gravity, the Sandra Bullock vehicle, is the worst, most inaccurate space movie ever made. Um, to which I say, cut it out. Don't ruin this for us. Like, who who freaking cares? Yeah, um, Interstellar was way too sad. Yeah, yes. Um, Gravity was great. Yeah. We had that fun, sexy energy between her and George Clooney. Yeah. Um, she made it home. Yeah. Uh, it was stressful because she's in space. I don't know why we'd go there. But you know, it's like, it's a Sandra Bullock movie. So you know Sandy is going to be fine at the end of the day. Amen. Thank you. Have I told you guys about when I met Sandra Bullock? No. Okay, so I showed up for a babysitting gig. I was like a nanny for these this family in Vinegar Hill. And I showed up one day for work. This is like, um, I lived in like a hoarder's apartment in Park Slope. So I like crawled out of like, just like through piles of garbage and like made it to this nanny 
comedian gig. I noticed they were filming a movie down the street, and I was like, oh, that's so funny. And then I walked to the apartment, and the film crew was in the apartment. And the woman who I, who was like the mom was like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you they're filming a movie here today. Like, very just like, ugh, like, oops. Um, <laughs> And it turned out it was extremely loud and incredibly close. And eventually just like Sandra Bullock just like appeared um, and they like shot a scene and there was, I hope, I, no, I'm not going to get sued. <laughs> I don't know why. I just was suddenly like, what if someone is get, so there was one of the other you child. You didn't sign an NDA. No, I didn't. I didn't sign yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I never do. Um, we'll sign anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, they will sign anything. I will not. Um, there was a dad, Sandra Bullock, by the way, nicest person. I chatted with her very briefly. Super nice. Could not be friendlier. There was a dad for one of the child actors who is a, a young girl and she like flubbed her lines or she, they were trying to get everyone to dance and she wasn't like really dancing. The director who was very nice, like, okay, you know, Caitlin or whatever, like go dance or go play the drums or whatever. And the dad kept being like, Caitlin, the drop, Caitlin, did you hear him? Caitlin, did you hear him? And it, it was like that for like a couple of minutes. And then he just all the, like yelled seriously. Do you want to go to high school? Do you want to go to high school or do you want to go to Hollywood? <gasps> and like everybody. And the, <laughs> it was like a, a paw, like a silence fell over and everyone just like sat in that silence for a solid like 30 seconds. That should be an inspirational poster. Do you want to go to high school? Or do you, or do you want to go to Hollywood? Hollywood? Anyway, so yeah. So NASA scientists don't be dorks is the moral of that. Whatever that was. Um, another cut it out moment. This is a, actually a combo good for her cut it out moment. Um, so a woman, this is from Buzzfeed. A woman was recently in a pretty gnarly car crash but uh, she posted a picture of herself to one of those like, like, you know, it's like life is full of challenges and like I was in this car crash, but I'm okay, Instagram posts. But people noticed that her makeup looked great. Um, and so she decided she left a five-star review um, for on the company. I think it was Cat Tattoo Eyeliner. Tattoo Eyeliner from Kat Von D, who is maybe a Nazi. I'm not sure. I thought there was well, like a Nazi. Well, if we maybe Nazis, we can come back to Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not my business. <laughs> Cut it out. Um, but she she left a five star review, and that the title of which was quote I was in a car accident and my eyeliner didn't budge, which is hard good for her. Like congratulations. But then I guess people keep posting like. Yeah, now people are inspired by it and they're posting really gnarly pictures of like there's blood on their face yeah. and I, you know, I don't know if they're getting in accidents uh, just to get the picture. Yeah, just like smashing themselves But for who pictures. knows? Uh, that's a cut it out. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a, you gotta stop with that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> um, so now we're gonna move into just a couple of not my businesses. Um, first, Maura C. Again, thank you, Maura. Um, uh, posted case, uh, from TMZ, Casey Anthony caught drinking and palling at an Irish bar. Um, and that's a hard not my yeah, business. Yeah. Casey Anthony in general is very not my business. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we'll give that though. That's why it's Nothing more to say. Yeah, no, no, truly. We and we should really move on very quickly from that. Uh, moving on from Casey Anthony, Courtney Stodden posted an Instagram in lingerie holding a potato. That was shared by Shauna S in the Facebook group. Yes. Um, Courtney Stodden, and that's another hard, not my business. No. That's why it's not my business. 
And yeah. again, why is she in, why is she in lingerie? How old is she now? Why, why does she is have she a potato? potato? None of it is our business. No, it's and, not our business. And we don't please don't investigate. Don't like get into. Don't look into it. But we will have this and all of our other links on our site yeah. at the end. If you do think it's your business, and it's going to be thnk1994.com backslash good for her. Yeah, but just so you, if you want to, great deep dive, whatever. Please don't tell us about it. It's not our business. Well, but I would like to. If somebody wants to know more, if they wanted a, a place to go for more Courtney Stodden content, if you watch Couples Therapy, I think it's season four. She was on with Alex McCord and Simon Van Kempen. We were looking and, for the clip where Alex yeah. McCord fell. <laughs> by the pool, and I think she had it removed because that episode, you can't find it. Really? It's not on there, yeah. Does Alex McCord have that kind of power? Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, think so. I think so. Alex I think McCord has more power than you'd think. Yeah. But there's a, a scene where she's on a couch with Doug and Courtney Stodden, and she's trying to get so the, as far as possible to one side. Yeah. Um, and that's, it should be a painting. It should be a painting. And also, like, if you are at a point where Alex McCord is, like, actively trying to get away from you on and away from a camera probably I'm assuming the cameras are probably on Courtney Stodden yeah. um, if Alex McCord is scooting away from you and the camera like you need to cut it out you need to cut it out you need to take a minute you need to do some self-evaluation well I do think Alex McCord represents the human condition yeah yes yeah the, um, the messy um, real how we all try you know each day we put on a, a, a persona uh, and she, I think, does that very much on each season of Housewives, and it always backfires on her. Yeah. And I think that's one of the more relatable things that's yep. ever happened on Housewives. So, is, are you saying that Alex McCord, uh, through all of this, is going to get a? I think I'm going to give Alex McCord a. Add it, girl. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Add it, girl. <laughs> Um, and so this last one um, is very near and dear to, uh, I know Matt's heart. He's a huge Joy Behar fan. Uh, Follow the Beehive, B-E-H, uh, uh, how do you do it? B-E-H-H-I-V-E. It's my Joy Behar fan account. Um, and we can, we can plug at the end, though. I thought okay, that was going to be No, I know it's going to plug throughout. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, we have 154 followers. Uh, you will fo- uh, we will follow back. Um, and it's uh, it's all Joy Behar content. Um, but so Joy Behar, she uh, was, uh, James Comey was on the View, yeah. um, and he was promoting his book. And Joy Behar, she has a book. Um, What's um, Joy Behar's books? Uh, oh, it's uh, from oh, it's like from eight. It's like a kids' book. It's something about how. Um, uh, like for dummies, Trump for dummies or something, or Trump's a dummy. It's got <laughs> a great. It's, it's like a very kids book. Trump's the great the great gas, gas bag. bag. I'm gonna absolutely slit my throat for not remembering that title. In A to Z, I don't, I'm trying to read this from a thumbnail instead of just clicking. <laughs> And now it's not working. It's the great gas bag. And she has copies with her at all times. And so James Comey was on. So she wanted to give him a copy. But then she realized she has a page that he might have been offended by. So she ripped the page out before she gave it to him. Yeah. I think that's a great... Uh, um, that's not James Comey's business. No. <laughs> so that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're going to lead into our theme of the day. And to kick it off... We're going to um, this. This theme needs some champagne. And since it is our first episode, we thought we would have a little, or maybe we should just pop a bottle of champagne. Let's we'll do it every time. Why not? Well, we're open. Okay. Champagne is a good theme because what we're going to be talking about our sort of good for her in history is showgirls and the showgirls. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Let's pour it on each other's bodies. Yeah. Oh yeah, we are all naked filming. This yeah, we're naked in a hot tub. Yeah. Wait, but a sense, I'm on a hot tub box. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a Salia spa. That's yeah. where did that come from? We uh, ordered an inflatable hot tub on Amazon. 
Um, and Which has been a long just like you've been talking about getting an inflatable hot tub for like oh years. Actually, probably since I I've known you guys. Yeah, like that was probably one of the first conversations. We've using it, have we? We've been talking yeah. about it for a long time. I, I have such a distinct memory of, of being outside during an exhibit opening. Uh, for, outside the museum, and you telling me about this, and uh, me encouraging you to get um, uh, Amazon wish list, yeah. which is what porn stars do when they want stuff. But we just went ahead and bought it ourselves. Uh, I'm not see the reason I think what kicked us off to do it is we were like, you know what, we're not going to order from Amazon because they suck. We're yeah. going to order from Target. So we're like, this <laughs> is fine. Yeah, Never mind that we can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. um, but we bought it, and then we're like, okay, this. But we were drunk when we bought it, so we signed up with the wrong email account. We like it was. We we're Matt and Viviana at Gmail. We might sign up with Matt and Siviana. <laughs> And then so we're like, okay, we'll just like refuse delivery. We're talking to the nice people at the Target um, DMs. Uh, they've been great. They've been great. They did, they, they they did everything they could. Yeah. They like tried to send us um, something to our email account, and we're like, we that email account doesn't exist, so we created that email <laughs> account. Um, then they're like, refuse delivery, and then they delivered it anyways. And then so one day we just opened it um, after a few drinks, and then we like we're like, let's just fill it up, and then we. It takes forever yeah. to fill up a hot tub. That's what they don't tell you when you get a hot tub. No, they yeah. don't. And then we got in like a big fight about whether or not we we're responsible enough for a hot tub yet. And so it's 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 in flux. But the hot tub box is a chair. Right is now. a chair. It's yeah. Great. It's very comfortable. Um, and I recently had an experience with an inflatable hot tub in while well, I was traveling for work in the Catskills when I rented a guy's master bedroom suite in his house um, for $70 a night. And he had an inflatable hot tub and it takes four to six hours to get up to heat. So just a forewarning for you guys. Yeah, don't yeah, listen yeah, to this I, and just be like, oh, I'm going to get one for that and, box. And jump right in. Yeah. yeah, no, it takes it. Yeah. And just so just for anyone out there, give yourself four to six hours before yeah. you crank it up. Yeah. But know that you can you can fill it up because we 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 almost made it happen. We made a, a solo cup aqueduct, yeah. and got it from the sink to the hot tub, and it was going pretty well. Because you just assume you have access to a hose until you realize you don't. Yeah, that's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't tell you about growing up. But speaking of hot, sexy Hoses. water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Showgirls is where we're going to start just really going in. Now, I don't think anybody listening to this needs an intro to what Showgirls is. Yeah. But I will do it. Uh, it's a film that uh, was uh, directed by Paul Verhoeven. Uh, it came out in 1995, mm -hmm. um, and it absolutely bombed. Yeah. Um, people at the time, most reviews were about how bad it was. Uh, nobody seemed to, at the time, really see kind of what we all see. And yeah. Listening. And it was um, rated NC-17, and so like no one could, like no theaters showed it really because yeah. like, no theaters wanted to show an NC-17 movie. So it just like fizzled, or it, it like blew up when it was like, oh my god, this is like the worst movie ever, and then it just like was like bloop that's it and it starred elizabeth berkeley who was really famous from saved by the bell i also saw, i did a quick aside i saw it like uh, every hollywood actress that is like famous now like like their first role was maybe gonna be like angelina jolie charlize theron like they yeah, all yeah, got charlize offered theron, yeah. showgirls first wow. and that was like back then like all they were all just like getting started so any one of them could have been like knocked out of the running by showgirls oh little God. do that do you think they like stay awake at, at night just wondering like what if i had taken showgirls and i was like and, and now I was i'm gonna famous. stay awake at night because i would love to see angelina jolie in it oh 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 my god oh, 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 yeah I mean, Elizabeth Bursley was amazing yeah. in it. Yeah, nobody could have done what Elizabeth Bursley yeah. did in that yeah. movie. But it would have been interesting to see another take on that role. 
That's true. Yeah. I mean, they could just keep doing them. And it, I mean, originally, we'll get into this, but they were, it was set up so that when it ended, that there would just be another version of Showgirls when she's headed to Hollywood. She yeah. take on Hollywood. And then they eventually do kind of get there with Showgirls 2. But then the third one, which Showgirls 2 leads into, is that she's headed, I think, to, to Broadway. To, to Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, so can she's we, egotting, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she is egotting. Um, can we talk a little bit about Showgirls too? Because I had never heard of this before until you introduced it to me a while ago, Matt. Yeah. Well, we could. Yeah, let's start. The Showgirls. I think the best way to talk about Showgirls is through Showgirls too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So we um, had some four. They sell four loco at the Seven Wonders across the street. <laughs> Wait, and, was this before or after they took out the, like, crazy drugs after, that make you okay? Right um, it was a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Showgirls 2, and we had the four local, and it is a brilliant film. It's got problems, um, it, but it takes Penny, Penny Slot. She actually raised money on Kickstarter to do it, but um, it's, it starts her in Vegas, and she's like, I'm going to Hollywood, so it's picking up where it left off. There's some problems in it. Um, ultimately, it's a good for her. Because okay. she she had it made, yes. she got she had a lot of people from the original thing in it. I think she probably wrote it herself. She right? did. I said she like wrote, she produced it, and directed. Yeah, herself. she you know. Anytime she, someone seizes the means of production, that's a good for her. Yeah, it's a good for her. Now there's Thank some you. things that are like, okay because they have this like big. <laughs> There's just like a weird, there's like a, there's a lot of weird, now she wrote it and what she does deserve credit for is the fact that there was no reason this movie should have been made. Uh, She asked Paul Verhoeven to direct it. He said, I will not enter that world again for the rest of my life. (laughs) Well, Verhoeven also was like, I think an Oscar winner after, like, because he directed a couple of European films that were like very well lauded. And I think the Black Book won like for best foreign picture or something. Yeah, it was like, uh, and then L. L, which was a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, But uh, so she directed it, she made it. And then what, what's kind of amazing about it is that the tone of it works so well. Like, if you've ever seen The Room or, like, any movie like that, where it really is, like, is this on purpose? She claims that it's not uh, because she says that there was just, a, like, a lot of – there were times when that was the only take she could use. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really, like, the there's – there's, it's like very much like you're watching like a John Waters movie. It reaches that level. I did so. I watched the. There's a three minute long trailer on YouTube, which I highly recommend watching. And it just it seemed like twin, very Twin Peaksy to me. Like there was a lot of like mysterious, um, like people in like glamorous outfits approaching and talking in weird. Yeah, it'll just language. be like a scene where she's like, okay, well now we're dancing in this house, you know. Yeah. And it does. You know what we notice? It does pass the Bechdel test. Oh. Yeah. Hey, good for her. Huzzah for that. Good for her. She's trying to get on a show called Star Dance. Yeah, yeah. Star uh, Dance. <laughs> which is a fabulous theme song. Uh, oh, I great. can't find the MP3 of it, but it is very the good. MP3. Um, or the the, the trap. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Peter Stickles is in it. Um, and if you ever watch The Lair, which was a no. gay vampire show in the mid two thousands, was like a spinoff from Dante's Cove. Um, How did like, we double? We were talking about Dante's Cove earlier. How did we double reference Dante's Cove today? Well, because P, that's because the layer is a spinoff from. I thought I thought originally thought he was on Dante's Cove. He was not. Oh, I think okay. maybe for a minute, but I don't know. But it was a show on like Showtime or no? But here TV had the la- the layer. Dante's Cove <laughs> was on like uh, Showtime or one of the high channels. But it was like the when, high, you, yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, younger, yeah. it was like the only place you could see kind of like before like my, if you didn't have a computer of your own. Yeah, you know, it was guy. 
realized they were slamming against each other. Yeah, yeah. just like sort of like bumping chests. Yeah, and yeah. it was the closest you were gonna see to like sex. And yeah, uh, was it full on? Like, was it like dry fucking or was it like? It was dry fucking. Like even at that age, I was like, I know they're not fucking. It's like how you know when somebody's giving a blowjob and their head is like and they're just nipples. like yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it was great. I mean, it's a great show. and it had plot and everything. Um, so but he's in this. He's in Showgirls too. So that was like I mean that's just great. It's good to see. So let me give him a good for. <laughs> <laughs> I also read that uh, the the cut that was released is two and a half hours long. It's very long. But she cut it down from four hours. And I really <laughs> yeah, the original cut was four hours, and she said that most of the stuff that they cut were beautiful pregnant pauses by the actors. So mm. I guess like in the four hour version, it's just the two and a half hour version, but with a lot more pauses between the lines. So um, I feel like literally cut it out, and she did. Yeah. 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 Cut in the yeah. movie, editing, cut it out, yeah. she did. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fabulous. Um, so for Renna Riffle, who oh, wrote... Oh, Renna, follow her on Instagram. We DM'd her after we watched the movie. We're like, you're brilliant. She does not reply. But she doesn't need <laughs> to. Good for her. Yeah, good yeah. for her. Um, but follow her on Instagram. And yeah, she's she's great. Um, I want to now go backwards in time a little bit and just focus on the showgirls, the actual, where this was all birthed from. Uh, and we can start by talking a little bit about uh, the premiere of Showgirls. Yeah. Where Kyle MacLachlan... He, so he left... He, like, apparently stormed out of the premiere of Showgirls and was, like, fuming because he thought up until that... Up until, like, literally it premiered in front of an audience that he was making, like, a gritty indie film that was, like, super serious and, like, whatever, and then he got there and it was Showgirls. Um, and that's, a, that's like, a that's, like, not my business. Like, if you, you read the same script that's in the movie, you were there on set, you were having Elizabeth Berkley flailing on you naked in a swimming pool, like, you knew what was up. Yeah. Yeah. Not my business. No, no. That's why it's not my business. <laughs> great way to it's just like a man isn't it yeah. to be involved the whole time and blah 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 and like and then be like well i didn't know well, yeah. I, yeah what what are you talking about <laughs> but i find it fascinating that somebody would watch that movie and leave well i guess if you're if you're worried about your career maybe but i do think it is the most sexy movie that has so ever been made like it's, sexy it really is like kind of a, reaches like art level in terms of how like it's just so sexy every move that Elizabeth Berkley makes with her like she, everything is like she also says like pop 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 like, whenever pop. she moves anywhere which we use as like a, a, a meditation I'd say yeah. tool yeah. of like we thought when we first moved here we thought we were the, the basement was being broken into <laughs> sure, and yeah. I got paralyzed with fear upstairs yeah whenever there's a noise he gets paralyzed by fear and I've got to go check it out but then what worked was she's like let's pop pop through the space <laughs> yeah so we just put our hands in front of the Wait, like you... So I'm imagining it, like, Matt was in the loft, Viviana was downstairs. Yeah. There was a... Like, if you were to, like, run a string, it would have gone, like, right through both of you through the loft yeah. ceiling. Yeah. And you were in tandem. No, I went to the... I, I, he, he did a silent meditation from his bed, and I went down to the basement saying, uh, okay, saying pa! <laughs> I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, okay, okay. okay I got it. I think it, in those moments, I, my, my sort of reaction when I'm, like, scared is I would, like, just imagine the worst possible thing and just prepare myself for it. So right. I'm never, like... It's like... The worst thing I can imagine yeah. happening right now is my throat's gonna be slit, and then I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm ready. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, I can it. do so that. It's gonna suck, yeah. I'm, but now I know it's coming. Yeah, and that'll be what it is. Um, my it, mom, it, 
house could be on fire yeah. and he would not move. Oh, no. I, so I'm also, like, absolutely terrified of, like, specific home invasions because my mom had night terrors when I was a kid. I would frequently wake up yelling, like, there's someone in here. Who are you? Don't Please don't kill me. Like, what are you doing? Help me. Like, screaming in the middle of the night. Um, and every time that I would think there's someone to broke in, I would literally, like... In my mind, I'd be like, okay, so when I hear them start killing my parents, I'm going to run to the room across the hall. The window there opens onto the roof, and I'll climb on the roof and then jump down and then run to the neighbors and have them call the police to come, like, drag my parents' bodies out. a girl. <laughs> yeah, so none of us are heroes. The only hero is, is uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Because she, I don't know why I just thought of this, but after September 11th, did you know that she showed up in a powerboat? No! Yeah, to Lower Manhattan? Yeah. She showed oh up in a powerboat, rented Battery Park City, was like, get on, I'll bring you to New Jersey. And then she kept Shit. ferrying people back and forth until she was like, I think uh, I'm tired or something. Yeah, until she ran out of gas. Give her a big old good for her. Yeah, that's a good Rosie yeah. O'Donnell, wow. Oh, always, the, always. The media has, has buried that story. And that will last forever because yeah. she is always a good person. Forever. I actually um, am speechless. Like, no. I'm just gonna note here that I did put on the it. sheet that you were gonna ask me about growing up in Vegas. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> right sorry. It says you were asking Viana about your, but you knew it was gonna be seamless, and you guys just really fucked that up. Um, how <laughs> you grew up in Vegas? I grew up in Vegas. <laughs> And sh- I, I never, I didn't want, when I was growing up, I didn't like to watch movies about Vegas because I thought it was, it just, I hated Vegas so much and yeah. I was like, you don't get it, man. Um, and so I never watched Showgirls, but I would watch like Vegas Vacation and like, I was just like, oh, I hate it. So you don't get it. Vegas sucks. And so I, Matt introduced me to Showgirls like two years ago and it was the first movie that I was like, this gets Vegas, man. Yeah. Because Vegas is nasty. Yeah. Um, everyone is, you know, trying to destroy you. Um, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't see like the glamorous parts like Kyle McLaughlin's, you know, pool. I yeah. was never invited to that because I was a kid, but I'm sure it would have been. That's, yeah, it would have been. <laughs> but, um, so when we went to, uh, Matt had, ne- Matt had never been to Vegas and he, um, only knew it from Showgirls, so he thought it was like glamorous and stuff. So we went and got tickets to go see Britney, you know, before her, um, thing ended. Yeah. And then we got there and he was just, he was like so sad because he was like, oh, I thought... Britney was performing in front of glamorous people every night. Like, no. Noemi Malone. Oh, no. And- <laughs> um, so my 20th birthday was spent... I was supposed to fly from uh, New York through Las Vegas to Portland and then down to Eugene, where I'm from. Uh, there's a huge snowstorm in Portland. And I was like, I'll just like get on the, my flight to Vegas and they'll figure it out. And mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. So I like flew to Las Vegas. This is December 22nd. Um, of course, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So I like fly to Las Vegas. Um, I wait in the big line because they're like, all the flights to Oregon are canceled. And wait in line. And I get up there and they're like, by the- so, okay, so the soonest we can fly you out is the 27th. And I was like, that won't work. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, uh, the 24th. And the 23rd is my birthday. So I spent my 20th birthday alone in Las Vegas <laughs> um, in a hotel on the Fremont Street Experience where like literally, which is downtown Las Vegas. That's where you get like a, a deep fried Twinkie if you want one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. And there's I literally like 99 cent like steak buffets. Yeah. Um, and which I miss every day. <laughs> the first thing I saw was I walked into the Walgreens next to my hotel, and there was literally just like a splatter of blood like <laughs> all over the floor, and, the, and like. <laughs> <laughs> and they came by the intercom. They're just like clean up on aisle three, and then I like walked out, and they have the world's largest um, LCD like 
cheap panel over yeah. that like runs over the whole thing and i was just like walking around like in a daze i was so like what and i'd also like broken up with this guy who i'd been in love with who um recently just got married in mexico to his like leather daddy um like porn star boyfriend and his pup was also at the wedding they have a, 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 girl. <laughs> a human dog um and anyways I just I just broke it up with him and told him like don't ever talk to me again. Got on this flight, ended up in Vegas, and the laser light show. All the lights all of a sudden went off, like totally off. And I literally had this moment where I was like, "It's a terrorist attack or aliens or something." But I'm dying. This is yeah, this is like yeah. the last moment of my life. All the lights went off, and then they all came back on, and it was just the start of the Freebird laser light show that I realized goes every hour on the hour, which I then saw from my hotel, like heard from my hotel room, like twenty eight times while I was staying there. That is the most glamorous story. I've ever heard. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's what Vegas gets you. That's what Vegas, that's Vegas, baby. One thing back to showgirls I do want to touch on. <laughs> Is that what um, we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, we were talking about showgirls. <laughs> um, uh, nobody talks about this. Chicago has yep. stolen many shots from showgirls. Really? Yeah, I was there when Matt came up with this theory and I'm not unsupporting it. Oh, I'm so this isn't, this isn't like in the zeitgeist. This is a Matt. This isn't a zeitgeist. Okay. I just want to say this is it Matt. It might be. I, I, I mean, I don't know. No, it's a, definitely a Matt one um, and I'm, I, I agree with it wholeheartedly. I just think, you know, just like, uh, go for it. Well, here. Okay, so we've all seen yeah. showgirls. Everybody yeah. listening has seen showgirls so I want you to think of two moments. I'm going to start with okay. the one that has a weaker connection. Okay. Number one, okay, when Nomi goes into the show to Goddess to see it the first time, she's standing, she's watching and she mm. starts mimicking the moves that mm -hmm. she sees uh, Crystal Connors doing on stage and she's doing that from the audience but the camera is showing you her in the audience and you can see because Elizabeth Berkeley, I mean that's just how she, she's yeah. so powerful in that moment and you can see in her eyes that she wants it so bad Chicago when uh, Roxy goes and sees Del McKelly in the beginning performing all that jazz it's the same shot. It's her watching, and she's, you know, again, watching. She's like, oh, my God, I want that so bad. And then they go a step further. She imagines herself on stage for, like, a split second. So that's a weaker – that's, like, that's just a normal – you're showing – it's, like, an all-about-eat story. You're showing that. So that would, like, probably bound to happen. Okay, now, here's where we get to, like, the real meat of this. To, like, possible, like, infringement. Possible copyright infringement. Yeah. yeah, that nobody is talking about. Yeah. Um, so Roxy, in her big number in Chicago, um, uh, what she sings, the name on everybody. Yeah. Lives, yeah. Uh, there's that mirror scene yeah. where she stands in front of all the mirrors and she like flips her arms out and then the mirrors rise. But that motion, right, of her arms, I think we know the, I don't know the step, whatever it's called. In Showgirls, when Nomi try, gets the dress and they're like, she's, she, sees, she sees the dress, she wants it, and, and then her, uh, what, what's her friend's name again? Uh, Molly. Molly is like, I can make you that dress. She's like, no, I want to buy it for myself and it's Versace. Uh, and she goes in, she tries on the dress and she comes out of the dressing room in front of a row of mirrors the same way. And then she does a quick little like jazz hand thing and then raises her hand <gasps> up. And then the mirrors don't lift because that would make no sense yeah. in the store in Showgirls. But it's absolutely Whoa. a stolen shot. I mean, stolen in the sense of like, I don't think, I mean, that's, I just would love that if people acknowledge that, like, that was, like, inspired by that more often. Rob Marshall was 100% like, with some, like, um, I don't know, at the time, Adam, like, gay.com hookup, like, watching Showgirls late at night, um, and yeah. saw that, and it just implanted. Yeah, you're not gonna tell me Rob Marshall never saw Showgirls. Oh, oh no. no. Nobody's gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> if you work in film, I think you yeah. would have had to have seen this movie. Yeah. No yeah. movie uses colors like this. I mean, it's, yeah. like, it's gorgeous. It's sex. It's, it's gorgeous. It's such a gorgeous movie. Yeah. It is a gorgeous just film um but so that was so yeah, I want to watch it right now that's I know we should actually just pause the podcast and go watch it. I would give for for stealing shots and not acknowledging yeah. it yeah
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Just admit, own up to it, Rob. This computer died, so I'm going to learn. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Paul Verhoeven, um, after the fact, years later, has done many interviews about showgirls. But he did one where he was talking about... Um, the what people make fun of the most, which is the overacting. Mm-hmm. Like if you've seen it, like when she has, she's like uh, Molly's, like where are you from? She's and like, she slams yeah, the fries down. Different places, and she like everything is always like a big movement. Um, Paul Verhoeven said, "I told her to do that, and that mm-hmm. was my input. He wanted her, he wanted everything to be over the top, and he's since sort of tried to say like the movie was meant to be a satire, and I want to know how we feel about that." I I've heard that a lot too. So one thing that. I think is very true about your girls. So I heard this thing on, I think Aisha Tyler's podcast. She was talking about like, when you see, there's a difference between when you see one bad performance in a movie, that was just an actor doing a bad job. But when you see a movie and like every performance is kind of bad, that was the director, Mm -hmm. like wasn't directing the actors properly. Yeah. Or like, or was directing the actors in a certain way. So I mean, uh, yeah, there's really no one in Showgirls who is not sort of like matching that level of energy. Um, So I, I, I would say that, yeah, he probably was directing everyone to have a sort of, like, heightened energy. However, uh, did he know that that was satire at the time? That is a different question. Yeah. Um, I think that um, it's just all all of our faults, not us, because we were far too young at the time. Yeah. um, For just not appreciating, for it being something a little bit new. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah, it, it didn't conform, and they probably the team probably was like, let's just bury it, you know, and that's why this happened. So you're putting society on trial. Absolutely. Well, it's hard because Starship Troopers is very much a satire. I feel yeah, and, and that is like crazy overacting, but it really a, a brilliant movie, a truly brilliant movie. <gasps> oh, that's oh. our pizza. Just, oh, <laughs> keep going. I'll be right back. <laughs> I can see the pizza guy in the camera. Um... No, that's full of overacting, but like that, the, the satire of that is like very apparent, in my opinion. Yeah, that's like true. I don't think there's any question. Like he, like and also, but it's like an easier medium to work with because it's all about sort of like military propaganda and like stuff like that. That's a very easy thing to satire and have it be very apparent that that's what you're doing. I could also be using the word satire wrong. No, because other I, I other people have like talked about it, and I don't really know. Obviously, I guess it would be a satire of like. Yeah, like uh, the sort of like all about Eve, like fame hungry, you know, like chew you up and spit you out type of industry. I don't know if that's the satire more so than it is sort of like a like Candide style like fable or like a yeah. Gabriel Garcia Marquez style sort of like um, morality tale, like sort of like melodramatic morality tale. Yeah. That I that argument I would totally buy. Melodramatic. Yeah, which isn't bad. I think that's people, a good word. I think people often associate that with being like a negative trait <laughs> of something, and I don't think that that's all. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's it's when it's not used properly. But melodrama can be very effective. Yeah, except for when we went to go see Lord in concert. And <laughs> <gasps> what happened? We were too high back. It was too We were like uh. higher than the jerseys. And then we just didn't know Jack Antonoff was going to be invited out. And I know he's like yeah. very talented, but I don't... I Tell us if he's going to be there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to come and have a night out and, you know, and make it a whole thing if I've got to watch you and Jack Antonoff singing yeah. to each other. Well, he like plays that like upright piano. Yeah. It was it was disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cut that out. But in terms of Paul Verhoeven's defense of showgirls, I would say That's why it's <laughs> So we know where that stands. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Speaking of interviews, um, this what is what it blows me away. Huge yeah. cut it out is how um, they were doing the uh, reissuing of it, and they invited a, 
Elizabeth. Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this champagne is great. Miss yeah. um, <laughs> Elizabeth. Uh, they invited her to do... Um, a speech thing, <laughs> do an interview commentary, DVD commentary. To do a DVD commentary <laughs> DVD is what she was invited to do. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'll do it. I just need like $2,000, which is no money. That's ab- absolutely should be in the budget. Um, and then they said no. Yeah, which is truly insane because so she truly, she gave her, her entire self to that movie. Like she, she was, you know, a young stars she was in saved by the bell she had huge name recognition she was making her a leap into trying to make a leap into like becoming a serious actress and that movie ended that so yeah. like she gave literally gave everything to that movie they can give her two hundred two thousand dollars that's a great point i mean nobody i don't think ever in the history of film has given nope. of themselves so much yep. to a role can you imagine every scene she's in it's like i would be so fucking out of breath by the end of the scene because yeah. of like the amount of work and then like just like the the dancing i mean she completely transformed herself I feel to like make it so that there at no point was I uh, ever like I can't imagine anybody else in this role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just that's I feel like takes talent. So to whoever created the Showgirls DVD and didn't just pay her her money. Cut it out. We need something stronger than cut it out. Yeah, we don't have that. it right now, but like yeah. Yeah. making it over a future. Podcast. Yeah, making it, we're yeah. going to put a pin in that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to we're going to revisit that injustice. Yeah. And Elizabeth Berkeley is fascinating. Her career post Showgirls. So one thing is First Wives Club. I think it was her first movie after Showgirls. Mm-hmm. Um, and Goldie Hawn made sure she was cast in that role that she played in in First Wives Club because she was like, "This is not fair. What's happening to this person?" So I'm going to make sure that she gets another role in this movie, at least that, and then whatever happens after that. But You know what? Good for her. Yeah, add a girl, Goldie Hawn. No, no, no. No, no, no. That is our business. So here we go. All right. There we go. That was a close call. So another thing that you told me that like was one of those like great like one of those things we normally hear something like so crazy that like all you hear is like circus music in your head afterwards <laughs> and it's <laughs> that um uh <laughs> elizabeth berkeley and her husband were in like a fight with the pussy posse yeah. which i'm so sorry that i just said that but it is literally the name of Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire's um Tobey Maguire's in it? Yeah, yeah he Toby was Maguire's in it. There's that photo of them they're all sitting in like kimonos and then somebody altered it to put like so you can see Tobey Maguire's dick. It's on if you go to like uh, <laughs> that, that person needs to cut it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're divided on that one. <laughs> oh my god, we are divided. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, tiebreaker? Yeah. Um uh 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 That's <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah so uh, they were all this was like um, I think like right after Showgirls had come out I think so like 96 or 97 and then Tobey Maguire Leonardo DiCaprio all of his friends were at Asia de Cuba Asia de Cuba which is a restaurant in Soho I think it's still open so you can check it out but um, they were shout out to Asia they were dining with um, my favorite part of the story Julia Ormond yeah that's 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 really one of the part where I like thought I might be having a stroke while I was reading (laughs) (laughs) and then Leonardo DiCaprio uh, I think Elizabeth Berkley stopped by uh, with her husband at the time Roger Wilson I don't know if they're still married but um Leonardo DiCaprio took a shine to Elizabeth Berkley and then said, I, I want to meet up with her. So he had his manager reach out to like her manager. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, I'm sure he stole his performance technique from her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely he did. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Are, you, are you advocating for Leonardo DiCaprio to give his Oscar to 
Elizabeth Berkeley. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I think it should sure. happen. Yep. All right. That's three votes, so you know what yeah. you need to do, Lord and Leader. What do you win the Oscar for? The, um, uh, the, the Revenant. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Revenant. I was on a date once and he was watching it and I was just like, ugh. Wait, yeah. like you were just like at someone's house and they were like watching The Revenant and ignoring you? No, it's just like, oh, this is the movie you want to watch? It's yeah, just okay. like, yeah, cut it out. Yeah, yeah. in general, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything everything you see of him now, like when Gaga won the uh, the Golden Globe, <gasps> I think it was, for uh, American Horror Story, which was Kirsten Dunst yeah. or whatever, but like whatever. It was, she looked great. I, yeah. I have no problem with Gaga winning that. But then he wa- she walked up and she bumped into him, and then he was like, "Oh, I, I know." I and he like, should be so lucky. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but anyway, so he was he wanted to go on a date with Elizabeth Berkeley. He had his manager reach out to hers. She turned it down because she was like, "No, I'm I'm really I'm with this guy. I'm not going on a date." And he tried several times so to the point where Roger Wilson, Elizabeth Berkeley's boyfriend, wanted to confront them, and that's what happened at this restaurant, um, which I'll plug again, Asia to Cuba. Yeah, yeah. we are not sponsored by Asia. <laughs> we are by Nexium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, then, so at this, uh, when he confronted Leonardo DiCaprio, who was uh, there, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio had his friends go outside, and uh, Roger Wilson doesn't remember. It was one of his friends who punched Roger Wilson, and then at that point, everyone was like, "Whoa, this is going to become a thing. Let's get Leo out of here." I heard, I heard, you aka heard from this article that you sent me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that. It, um, <laughs> Uh, before a fight could even happen, though, someone someone who sails heavily implies it was DiCaprio punched Wilson in the larynx. So Leonardo DiCaprio punches guy oh in the God. throat. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, he pro- he planted that. He probably called page six and was like, I'll send you something yeah, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, and like, I'm like a cool guy. Yeah, uh, I punch I'm, people in the throat. I punch people in the throat. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the whole, you know, we have spent too much time talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. Cut it yeah, out. Yeah, cut it, cut it out for us. Cut it out. Cut it yeah. out. Cut it out for us. He's punching me in the throat. <laughs> 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 that took an unexpected turn. Um, and that is. And um, as we know. Uh, everything in the world does relate back to housewives. Yeah. That's the code we live by. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to throw it over to our OC correspondent, Christopher Eifler, at Eifler Tower. And he's I'm got sorry. a housewife, good for housewives segment uh, right over here. Hey everyone, it's your OC correspondent, Christopher, here with the Good for Housewives report. And this week is an incredible, incredible week of housewives news. Um, because. Next week is going to be even more incredible, and I feel like there's just a ton of news leading up to next week. So, let's get to it. Uh, Luann's arrest video has been made public on the internet. Go check it out. It's amazing. She is in, so I'll I'll describe it a little bit, but I want you guys to go watch. It's about five minutes long, and everything that you've read about in the the TMZ article, page six, whatever article you read... It's all on that video. The the video because it's it might it's like a black and white kind of grainy video, like a night video. Um, so it put it makes her out to look like a ghost, literally. And so like her like dress is white, her skin is like bright white, her hair is like classic Luann, like but but bright white. She looks like the ghost of 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 whatever and uh the ghost of west palm beach and like she looks so ghostly and wonderful and and everything that you the the, i'm going to kill you the i uh everything i'm going to kill you she literally says that to the cop and my favorite part though is is the cop is explaining what she's what she's done and she goes really drunk really like slurring her words 
I've done nothing, my love. <laughs> and even Luann in that moment can can just call an officer that's arresting her and is going to ruin her reputation, my love. Good for her. And then another article about Luann this week, Luann de la Sepp seen smoking weed. Good for her. She's had a hard few months. And you know what? Uh, apparently it was a, so it was a page six story and like I well one I didn't give a flying fuck about Luann smoking weed so I really didn't care about the article and when I read it I didn't understand it and I don't know if I didn't understand it because the story was wacky or I just didn't care to understand it it was this wacky story about how she was at this party bar thing after the Donna Summer musical opening and she like her daughter was there, and I don't know. Someone smoked a joint, and then someone freaked out and told Page Six. Whatever. I don't give a fuck, but you know what? Good for Luann. Good for her. Now, we're going to go to the other side of the uh, country for a different city's uh, housewives. Uh, a new article in Forbes uh, is Electric Boats and Walnut Manhattans. Uh, where to find this Real Housewives couple in the Orange County, or in the OC. Uh, I butchered that, uh, title, so I'll do it again. Electric Boats and Walnut Manhattans. Where to find this Real Housewives couple in the OC. And it's a Forbes article, and it's about, uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County's most famous, uh, relatable, um, Raw, honest, uh, long-lasting couple uh, on the Real Housewives of Orange County, and that I'm, of course, I'm talking about uh, Lydia and Doug McLaughlin. Uh, and there's, it's this whole Forbes article about how this is the best place in Orange County to make pizza, and this is the best place in Orange County to rent a surfboard with light bulbs. Uh, on the bottom of it, so it makes your water around you glow, and then it's all about Doug's electric boats, and, oh my god, wait, there is a part that I really like, and I'll pull it up, um, and I'll do my Doug voice, but, and yeah, I have a Doug voice, even though he's been on this, sh that show for about eight minutes, um, he, he says it's about his electric boats, he loves his electric boats, the electric boats are really cool. They're 100% electric. They're the only and coolest electric boats in Orange County. They're vintage-inspired electric boats that look like Italian Rivas. Blah, 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 I don't care. You rent them from the electric boat rentals. <laughs> so it's this pointless article about... It, it's like Lydia... You can imagine her doing her, like, car salesman balloon arms. And and it, it's like, I got to rent a boat. Nah, I got to eat pizza and make it. It's so stupid. But wonderful. I mean, if they're having fun in Orange County, then who is that really harming? So you know what? Good for her. Uh, and then I've been seeing a ton of a Housewives fanny pack Uh exposure have you guys been noticing this and uh i'm a fan of it honestly i love i'm loving this fanny pack trend although according to like bravo's blogs they're not called fanny packs they're called like strap purses um but if you guys don't know sheree has been wearing them Doree has really been wearing them uh kyle richards teddy uh kristen takeman posted one on instagram 
Um, and they're the they're just like kind of designer fanny packs. And I want one. I want a uh, a strap purse. I want a Florida Lee strap purse from the Gretchen Christine line. That's what I want. Oh my god, is the Gretchen Christine line still a thing? Oh my god, speaking of Gretchen Christine, she. I think Gretchen is coming back to Orange County. I'm going to say it. I think I think Gretchen Rossi is going to come back. I think Bravo's preparing us guys because she is all over. The last few years she's been she's been coming back. You've been hearing more about her. Remember she was on season 12 when she came back and talked about Eddie being gay and um she's back in the news. She's she Bravo's been uh letting her She's like writing blogs for Bravo again, kind of like the Housewives blogs. And she's uh, there's blogs being written about her. There's and, and you're seeing a lot of Gretchen Rossi exposure on the Bravo website. She's getting IVF with Slade, and I think this is and it, in my I, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Gretchen Rossi return. Um, but she was on TMZ this week, and she. Uh, and and she went on to literally just say, I'm getting IVF. And the hosts are like, okay. Uh, and she's like, but people don't believe me. And they're like, oh, why? And they're like, because they say, because I've, I've gained weight and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and people say I have fake tits. And they're like, oh, okay. And then she's like, well, do you want to see my $50 boob job? And they're like, no, not really. And she's like, well, I'm going to show you my $50 boob job. And we don't know what a $50 boob job is. So we just think she's going to literally flash her $50 tits. And she reaches down her shirt like a baby just scratching its freaking diaper I don't know and she's like pulls off her bra and apparently it's a Victoria's Secret bra that cost $50 but she's like look at my boobs they're so small I'm getting IVF um but you know what good for her good for Gretchen Rossi for going on TMZ and really promoting her IVF good for her and in my opinion, I think she had uh, a great, uh, good for housewives. She's having a good, a good, good for her moment right now. I think. I, I I'm anticipating a Gretchen Rossi return, at least as a friend of. I think we're going to see a more of her, and she looks just as beautiful and scary as ever. But uh, that's all I have for you guys uh, this week. But. I am seeing Luann's Cabaret Show in Los Angeles on Cinco de Mayo, and you bet your ass that I'm going to report back. So stay tuned. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Christopher. That was fabulous. And very illuminating. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, get re- we're, We'll be back uh, soon. Uh, you can check out all the links here at that we mentioned at THNK1994.com backslash good for her you can also come visit the museum um we do a lot of important events right now we're doing an exhibit celebrity smoking in the bathroom at the met gala and coming up is david's dead a celebration of tiffany pollard you can also buy shirts and paintings from us that's at the website follow us on instagram thnk 1994 that's also our twitter handle um robert you're on the internet (laughs) i am on the internet famously um my twitter is just robert Balkovich, all one word. It's Balkovich like John Malkovich, but with a B. I and never then, realized that. 
And then uh, my Instagram is O-O-H underscore Balky, B-A-L-K-Y. And we'll have that linked at thnk1994.com backslash good for her join our facebook group it's good for her exclamation point um and please subscribe and uh thank you thank you so much yeah and for listening to us listening thanks to everyone on the facebook group who has been like really taking it to heart like really digging deep for these good for her moments um because good for her is a lifestyle and the only one i choose to live yep and so I think, is that it for our first episode? Yeah. Yeah, I Cheers, think so. Cheers. Oh my God. Thank Yay. you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>